You're stupid too as I You're stupid too as I You'll never live You'll never die Hey everybody, this is the Better Off Dead Minute Podcast. We're on minute 30, I believe. Yes. This is the podcast where we analyze the movie Better Off Dead one animated minute at a time. I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. No, that would be me. <laughs> and I'm Curtis Blaze from thesacknews.com. He's both, he encompasses both of us. Hey, Jason, did I tell you that we've got free stickers for people? Yes, you did. But tell me again. Check this out. On Monday... If we get 10 five-star reviews of iTunes, I am going to personally mail stickers of our logo out to everyone who leaves a comment in the same time period asking for one. Cool. So if you're hearing this, this is your opportunity. You've got like, you've got like two days if you're hearing this live. If you're listening to us next Tuesday, so sorry. <laughs> so, Missed so sorry. Boat. Well, guys, today we are sorting our way through minute 30, which starts with Ricky Slurping his jello through a straw and ends with Lane getting chewed out by a disembodied voice. Jason, are you there? Yes. What happened in this minute? Oh, mostly slurping noises, Curtis. (laughs) (laughs) A whole lot of... (laughs) Okay, that doesn't sound like what I think you think it sounds like. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to know what I think it sounds like. Oh, man, just just give, give me a summary. (laughs) Okay, in the last minute, Lane's teacher, Mr. Kerber, asked Lane for permission to date Beth. At the beginning of the minute, we see Ricky sucking up Jell-O through a straw, while Monique looks on with dawning horror. At 29 minutes and 10 seconds, Monique looks away from Ricky down to the table at Charles, who then takes up a straw himself and snorts his Jell-O up his nose. At 29 minutes and 26 seconds, Charles offers Monique some of the Jell-O. 29 minutes and 34 seconds, we pan over to see Lane drawing something on a drawing pad while Stalin serenades Beth in the background. At 29 minutes and 43 seconds, we see what Lane is drawing. It's a picture of Stalin serenading Beth with a monster looming overhead. On paper, the the, uh, drawing becomes animated and the monster eats Stalin. The minute ends with a disembodied voice asking Lane, What'd you go do that for? Disgusting. (laughs) Monique! Given up the animated faces in this minute as well. Yes. What a cutie. Just adorable. And she always greets everyone with that sweet smile, with such hope. Like, this is the person that I'm going to be connecting with and hanging out with in America. They're going to show me America. I would have had such a crush on this lady when we were in high school. Well, I did when I, when I was 11, you know? Wait a second. Okay, so when you're 11, let me do the math here. You must have been born about 80, no, 74. 74. Yeah, I was born the day the Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out. Oh, so you were 11 when this came out? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely is able to just pull off that regular girl, doesn't know she's sexy thing. Yeah. Just, God, what a sweetie. Well, speaking of Monique being abused, the bookends here of the, of the slurped jello. Yes. She's got Ricky slurping Jello through a straw on one end, being completely gross. And then Savage manages to take it up a notch on the other end. And we've got Charles snorting the Jello through the straw into his nose. In her book, she said that, uh, that Savage would just 
shoot and shoot and shoot, and these people would just improvise all day with funny stuff, and he would just keep rolling until everyone was too cracked up to perform. Yeah, I mean, it, it has such a natural flow. It seems like such a good time. It just seems like this scene seems like it was a good time to be on the set. Yeah. And I bet it just stank. <laughs> I bet the scene with the hot lights and all the food and just everybody sitting around the whole time. <laughs> I bet it was just yuck on there. All that all that sugary food. Melting in the lights. <laughs> this is one of my favorite minutes, too, because it's got Roy playing guitar. Yeah. Now, you are a guitar player. You're a bass player. Was a bass player, then became a guitar player. You are now a guitar player. Congratulations yeah. on stepping up. Yes. Two more strings. Woo! <laughs> Two more strings. Do you make chords and everything, or do you just play a string still? I play uh, power chords. Okay, fair enough. The chords he's making have nothing to do with making music on a guitar. No. He's got like four fingers stuck on one string. And he's just kind of trying to bend it. And he's like doing, it's almost like he's, dare I say it, masturbating? <laughs> Only not moving his fingers, so like... Like the palm and the wrists are going kind of up and down the fret, but the fingers are staying put. <laughs> and he's got like, like what's going on with his right hand, with his strumming hand? Is he <laughs> strumming with the heel of his thumb? That's what it looks like. He's strumming with the heel of his thumb. Yeah, my first thought was, yeah, he's wanking on the guitar. So I reviewed the tape. I've reviewed the, VC, the VHS tape. <laughs> he dusted it off. The lyrics are... And I love you so much, because I met you in first grade. <laughs> While he strums that one chord that's only made of one string, with four fingers on that string, with the heel of his thumb. <laughs> there have been more realistic depictions of guitar playing in film. Yeah. <laughs> and Beyond the Valley of the Dolls had better uh, fretting. Having never seen it, I've only seen... The Valley of the Dolls? Okay, hold on. Wait. As long as we're going off on a tangent, let's do it. Valley of the Dolls. Yes. That's the one where everybody is high on Valium. Yeah. Okay. Is there a Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? Yes, there is. Is there a War for the Valley of the Dolls? Not that I know of. Is there a Return to the Valley of the Dolls? No. Okay, so are there two altogether? Yeah, two. The one, and then the one that Ebert made? Yes. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up for me. It really does need five movies like the Planet of the Apes films. <laughs> you damn dirty wives! <laughs> Conquest for the Planet of the v Dolls. No, no. Conquest for the Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You've referenced it. Now for the people that haven't seen it. Which is probably most of you. What is the deal with the guitar playing in Return to the Valley of, Valley of the Dolls? Well, obviously the actors are not musicians at all why but, why is it obvious um well dubbed over vocals and whatnot but uh they actually were trained to fake play they they actually supposedly they say have fooled real musicians to the point where they've been asked to jam really yes at that point why not just teach them to play <laughs> wait a minute if teaching the to fake play looks like real play, what do they do? Just not put pressure on the strings? It's <laughs> a good question. Ah, well, that trainer did not hit Roy before this film. No. Or, uh, oh, God, what's his name? I'm terrible at this. 
His name's right, not written down on my... Uh, Aaron Dozier. Post. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> All due respect to Aaron. He's probably a wonderful guitar player now. <laughs> I think someone should do a pop-punk cover <laughs> of the Loved You Since First Grade song. Wait, was it love? Does he love her because they're in first grade? Yeah, because. He loves her because he met her in first grade. Yeah, not since he met her in first grade, <clears throat> but because... I love you because I met you in first grade. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to make that song now. That's all there is to it. Skatred, we're going to cover it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even need mentioning that the funniest part of this minute is Charles sucking the jello up through the straw. <laughs> and then he does that thing where he takes some of the jello and he rubs it on his gums. Yeah. What is that? I've seen I've seen that in other movies too, where people snort coke and then they rub it on their gums. It's like, yeah, I don't want to. I want to lose feeling in my face. So, is that what it is? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Wait a minute. That's why people do it. You just know this. Yeah. It numbs the gums. Is there something that makes your gums hurt when you snort coke? No, it's just they just like that feeling. Hmm. Get they like to get have that like a Mr. Ed lip happening. <laughs> crazy <laughs> well it's in this minute where we reach a true savage steve holland moment we get an animation yes the monster the girl and the guy obviously stalin beth and the monster yes who does the monster represent is the monster lane in this cartoon is lane the monster does he eat stalin or is beth lane Oh, I guess we don't know that yet. This is that minute that it just ends with yeah. the disembodied with, voice. With the, what you going to do that for? That's right. Yeah. That's right. What do you think of, what do you think of Kuzak's laugh after he makes the <laughs> cartoon? Yeah, it's a pretty delicious laugh. <laughs> Obviously, the monster's doing his bidding. Sweet, sweet revenge. So in this minute, we're saying the monster is controlled by Lane. Yes. Obviously, the entire animation is controlled by Lane. This is his imagination. Yes. But the monster represents what Lane wishes he could do. Well, Jason, I loved this minute, but like all sweet things, it's too short. <laughs> do you have any other notes for this minute? Mm, nope. Well, let's say bye bye to the folks and uh, come back Monday. Yes. bye bye folks. bye bye folks. Uh, don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. Can't emphasize the importance of those five-star reviews at iTunes. And uh, we'll see you on Monday for Minute 31. Until then, I'm Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night.